I don't like speaking on a microphone, so because I don't like the sound of my own voice particularly. So I know how you all feel with me rabbiting on now, actually. Yeah. Um, last week, Trevor, or Heather, spoke on Ephesians 1, so funnily enough, I'm looking at Ephesians 2, because it's logical. Um, she was talking about how we're free, and um, all about accepting the truth that we have been made free already, um, and the battle's already been won. Um, and today, tonight, sorry, I'll be looking at Ephesians 2, mainly verses 1 to 10, uh, which is entitled, Made Alive in Christ, so accepting that you are free, and then stepping into that, basically. Um, I'm going to put a short video clip on in a minute from the film Saving Private Ryan, um, which is one of my favourite films, incidentally. But um, And for those of you who have seen it and for those of you who haven't, um, basically it's set during w- Second World War, during the D-Day landings, um, with the Americans landing at Omaha Beach, I presume. Um, the story is of eight Americans who are going to save Private Ryan, basically. Um, they go on a sidetracked mission to save him because he's been dropped in behind enemy lines. Um, because all of his brothers have been killed in action um, and he's the only one left of the family for his mother so they send eight guys to go and save him basically um, the group are led by a character played by Tom Hanks um, and on the way through they lose men and it, the scene where we'll be starting it is basically they've just saved Private Ryan um, and Tom Hanks has just been shot and he's just dying So whenever they... um, I will get to the main point of why I showed that a bit later on but um, I just wanted to show it near the start because for me it's quite a hard hitting clip it's straight to the point that eight men sacrifice their lives just to save one um, which for me really shows me how much of a sacrifice God made that send Jesus to die for just one of us you know? um, the main reading is from Ephesians 2 as I said before I was going to ask Craig to read it from his mini bible but it hasn't got Ephesians in it unfortunately Uh, It says this, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of this world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts for those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live like that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ, and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us. As shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. first thing I have to say is that it's good news Um, in verse 4 it says but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead so we are free we are alive that's the truth it's written there Paul was writing about how we are set free and how even though we were once dead we're now alive 
Um, in verse 1 it says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. It doesn't say you are dead for your disobedience and your sins. It says you were once dead. We're alive, we're set free. We've got to accept that that is the truth, that we are a free people, that the battle has already been won. And Christ dying on the cross and going to heaven, raised him from the dead. He took us with, you know, we went with him. We're a free people. Um, God saved you by his grace when, when you believed. Um, it's nothing that we've done and it's nothing that we'll ever do. Um, it's a gift from God. Um, so if you got a gift, normally you wouldn't, maybe you'd sell it any. Most of the time you'd be, you know, you can't turn it away, can you? You can't get rid of a gift. A gift is given to you. You can't, you can't, well, you can't, you can't refuse a gift. Okay. God didn't have to send Jesus to save us and he didn't have to reach down from heaven to save us but he chose to. We have to accept the fact that we are alive. And then once we grasp that, at the same time, we need to say, look, this is all about you, God. This is all because of you. It's nothing that I've done. Um, yeah, it says, uh, it says in Ephesians 2 somewhere, somewhere in that passage, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. So we're free from the power of sin and it has no power over us. Now, God is aware that none of us are perfect. God is aware we're all going to screw up um, and he knows that we're going to make mistakes and that's just what's so amazing about being made alive in Christ. That when Jesus died and rose again, bringing salvation, it wasn't just, for the, it wasn't just grace for the people at the time of Jesus. It wasn't just you know, something 2,006 years ago. Um, it's grace for now. It says, uh, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us. So basically, he took us from that lowly, sinly place that we once were and uh, took us to the heavenlies, which is pretty exciting from my point of view. I'm just, oh, I'm just, it just blows me away to be quite honest um, base, and I've pulled a verse from Romans which kind of sums up what I've just said um, and it says this but now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord one of the lines in that is now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life and now I'm going to get some cherry coke right okay really needed that <laughs> right we're alive because of Jesus being raised from the dead uh, Jesus didn't die on the cross for us to sit and wait around to be transformed um, we need to seek him and make every effort to grow and become more like him with every day that passes. Um, it's in the video clip before, um, the last thing that the Tom Hanks character said uh, to James Ryan as he died is, you know, James, earn this, earn it. And then the following scene is of James Ryan as he's older at the grave of uh, the Tom Hanks character. And it says, every day I think about what you said during that day on the bridge. I've tried to live my life the best I could. I hope that at least in your eyes, I earned what all of you have done for me. Every day since, you know, that must have been a good 50 years later. Uh, every day he thought about what was, he was told to do 
to earn it. And every day he thought about the sacrifice that was made to keep him alive. Um, every day we need to be thanking God for the sacrifice made to us. Um, because, you know, James Ryan, what did James Ryan say? He said, uh, I've tried to live my life the best I could. We need to be trying to live our lives the best we can. Um, we need to be doing those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. We need to be pursuing the things of the kingdom of God, pursuing righteousness and being a light in dark places. Um, it's easier said than done. You know, well, I've heard lots of people say, oh, go out there, do this, do that. And it is a lot harder when you get out there. But, um, you know, God knows that we're only human and we all make mistakes. And that shouldn't stop us trying. Um because, you know, grace is for now. It says in uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. You do not belong to the night or to the darkness. As I said before, you were dead. You're not anymore. We're sons of the light, sons of the day. Daughters, same thing. Um, although Tom Hanks did say to James Ryan, earn it, it's not possible for us to earn what God's done for us. Because um, it's a free gift, and even though you know we can't earn it, that doesn't mean we shouldn't seek after and pursue the things of God and at least try. Um, so basically, so far, anyone who believes is made alive and is free. So we're not alone. We've got brothers and sisters in Christ who are also in exactly the same position. Um, and more importantly, Christ himself. It says we were taken up to heaven with Christ. It didn't say Christ was taken up to heaven and we were left down here. It says we were united in Christ. Um, it talks in Ephesians uh, yeah, on being united with Christ. For he raised us with the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. It says just in Ephesians 2 that we are united with Christ Jesus at least three times. It might say it four times, but I'm not very good at counting. I'm on a sports course, isn't that right, Craig? <laughs> uh, yeah, in, um, in Ephesians 2 verse 12, it says, In those days, so in the days of sin, there was no freedom, but you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God has made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope, but... Now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. So when God took on flesh and came down to earth and died, uh, and he rose again, uh, our sin went with him and we became united. We are one with Jesus, which to me is pretty awesome to think that me and God are just like together. It's just, if you just think about that, it's just mind-blowing. And we're called to be a people who are united with Christ, but with our brothers and sisters as well. The church is like called one body. We're called to be a people that love each other. Um, for Christ himself has brought peace to us. He doesn't say to you, he says to us. He's brought peace to all of us. Um, he united Jew and Gentiles into one people, when in his own body on the cross, he broke down the walls of hostility. The differences we have with other people the problems that we have with other brothers and sisters, all that kind of thing. Jesus destroyed them on the cross. He destroyed all that hostility. Um, we're called to be one people and we are one body and we need to start stepping into that. Like Simon was talking on the weekend away about the Mike Pilavachi thing he was talking about, about love, compassion and the church. You know, 
says that you know when he went to heaven those wars were gone between brothers and sisters those wars were gone between us and god um in verse 16 it says together as one body christ reconciled both groups to god by means of his death on the cross and our hostility was put to death now all of us come to the father through the same holy spirit because of what christ has done for us we're to be one body the church is as one united together with christ as the cornerstone the head of the church the focal point of everything we do where we can fully rely on him um salvation is ours to claim ours to grasp hold of because because of all about jesus you know we're free we're free as individuals but also as a people and we need to be united on that um we're all children of the day so we need to step into that truth that we are free and run with it pursuing all the things that god has for us pursuing righteousness pursuing peace you know going out there making disciples of all nations um but doing it together as a united body um and finally in one thessalonians um tom pointed me in the direction of this verse a few days ago um, and it says but since we belong to the day let us be self-controlled putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet for God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Um, just got to remember that we have been set free and made alive with Christ. So we step into that truth um, as a body and pursue those things and great things will happen. And that's about it, really. <laughs>